you're gonna make a a porn parody of uh that very classic show would it just be called russell coitus all anal adventures Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, episode 35. I'm Zach Jackson. I'm with Kieran Verbrugge. Hello. Thanks for using my full name. Jordan Garcia. Hello. I don't appreciate using my full name. And Dylan Blueroo. Uh, I appreciate you trying to use my full name. <laughs> <laughs> this is the official podcast of Well Played. Uh, let's get stuck into it. Nice. I think I didn't... Yeah. How are we all? Yeah, not bad. Jordan, are you uh, above water? Uh, Yeah, I'm above water. My area wasn't affected too badly. The trains were, so I got stuck with them for fucking Lord knows how long yesterday, but... I'm still still reeling at the fact that it it was quicker for me to get home to Melbourne from Sydney than it was for you to get home yesterday. Honestly, I actually... um... I just went to a fr- uh, friend's place who was staying in the city. I just hung out with him until the really quick bus from the city to my house came around. Oh, yeah. Because it was, it was better than sitting on a train and inevitably sitting on a, a train that's halfway, like, just in the middle of nowhere on the track, just sitting there for no reason. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound fun. Dylan, how are you? Long time no here? Yeah, no, I've been uh, absent, but I'm not too bad. Uh, uni's back in a week, so not looking too forward to that. Uh, no, sad news. So I'll give you the, the the short of it. Basically went through all the last couple of units I have to do for the year. No textbooks required at all. Oh, Damn. Yeah, um, I'm at a loss. Because if you remember, just, a couple of months ago, I won a $250 uni voucher for the <laughs> bookstore. <laughs> and I've got nothing to fucking buy. So... If any if anyone listens surely. to this and somehow goes to Murdoch University, hit me up for a two hundred and fifty dollar bookshop voucher. Wow! Surely you can sell that for like two hundred or something. I actually tried, but Facebook deleted the post on the marketplace. Really? <laughs> yeah, nice. they're like, you can't do that. You can't do that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It hey, seemed to be unfair. Like flies school or something. I might once I actually cool. can be fucked. Actually going there. Yeah, again. what you do is put yourself on the flyer, just in like a like a jockstrap, and then just you know superimpose some abs onto you and like have like a really <laughs> sexy pose. Sounds like too much effort for me. I'd rather just get rid of it. But um, sounds yeah, like no. you don't want to get rid of it if you don't want to put the effort in. Yeah, true. I just I literally thought about it. I was like, this this place doesn't just sell books. They sell like Funko Pops and like uni merch. So I'm like, what do I just buy a whole bunch of dumb shit for fun with this what like you shit? Do all right. Is buy a bunch voucher. of like buy a bunch of like the rarer Funko Pops and hold on to them until they're really valuable and then sell them again and use that money to buy uni books. Yeah, <laughs> or just buy yeah, new uni books anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess like I could come from the, the perspective that like you know I could buy books for other things that I could research in the background of what I'm actually studying. But I no, that, really that's productive. We don't allow that at here. the same time. Yeah. Or just buy books and then sell them books. Yeah, but that's just too much effort. Yeah, I'm not a bookstore, mate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's basically up. What's up with me? Not too much. Just uh, work and prepping for uni. How many units do you have? 
Two or three? I've only got yeah, I've only got two for both semesters, and then I'm done. So yeah, two part-time semesters, and I'm out. But they're all game design units, so they're all like you know working in four four-man project, fourteen projects um, throughout the year. And um, oh, so we're lucky making anthem. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, it's gonna um, it's gonna be a long year, but the, uh, the reboot, or is the yeah, we've we've been tasked. The four of us have been tasked with recreating <laughs> anthem. <laughs> Yeah. That's the that's the, the semester's um, project, but but yeah, it's going to be a, sh- a rather intense, maybe shit semester or year because it's going to be a lot of game dev projects with a bunch of people that I haven't met, so it's going to be challenging. But oh well, I'll be done at Do the end of the year. Do you know what you have to make? Um, not really. I think they're all there are all three D games, so I can't go like pixel design. So I have to use Unity and do some like OpenGL rendering and stuff like that, which I'm not going to go into because it's a bit technical I'm, but I, I think I might be the only one who understands it so. mm. but yeah it's, it's stuff I haven't had to do a great deal of before because a lot of my degrees been just the basics of computer science well you know like actual like you need a textbook yeah UI programming as opposed to games but yeah there are there are textbooks technically but they're online like I don't actually have to buy them they're free so well, what's the free point textbooks then? yeah I don't know what's the point of even studying to be honest exactly boom <laughs> It's all the myth. Stop talking about me now. Talk about someone else, please. Okay. Very good. Love you though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kieran, you've been good. Yeah, yeah, I've been good. Um, Looking forward to your uh, big date this weekend. Oh, this week, sorry. Yeah, boy. He had a big date yesterday with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the um, the interesting thing that has happened to me this week is. Hanging out with old Jordan in Sydney. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to cut to Sydney for it, though. <laughs> do, you to, uh, do you want to tell us why? Uh, well... Because we wanted to see each other, obviously. Yeah. Okay. That's... Right. Yeah. No, I was um... Uh, Jordan and I both, uh, you know, Jordan representing Well Played and myself representing Press Start went to Sydney to get hands-on with Final Fantasy VII Remake and uh, meet the great Yoshinori Kitase, which was very cool. Yeah. Um, can't really say much about what we did there, but uh, yeah, it was a cool experience meeting the father of probably so my favorite game series. The um, podcast, or yeah, it's got. <laughs> oh no! Um, it wasn't me you know this what? time. Just, just, just for that, Kieran, I'm going to censor that with the victory uh, music from Final Fantasy VII. Can you do that? <laughs> I will. I mean, oh, okay. I, I did actually do the, the honk sensor last week. Yeah, I still haven't listened to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but isn't that just for you, man? I'm sorry. How uh, how was meeting the great man? Uh, it was really cool. I um, yeah. I was... Did he speak English? No, no. So he had his translator with him. Oh, um, no. He, he could speak English. He how prefers... How you have to be he... like to have a translator with you? Yeah. No, he definitely... He definitely... Yeah. He can speak English. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Just can't be yeah. I think it's. I think no, it's probably no. easier with a translator. It, it, they explained it. He can speak English. He preferred to answer in Japanese because he can be a little more concise. That yeah, way. yeah, actually, that's it. And actually explain himself properly and and give the correct information. You've just reminded me of something that happened today at work. We had a guy come in, full blown no Asian way. guy, right? Couldn't could barely. Are speak you allowed to say full blown Asian on the podcast? Well, you know, like didn't like. Well, maybe maybe redact that, but uh, you know, <laughs> couldn't. Couldn't speak any English, so he was relying right. on like a like a translator app on oh, his phone. I to, love that. Um, 
to uh, to try and explain to me what he wanted, and it was the funniest thing because when he was talking, the translations were just like like the first one. It was like, "Can I hit Canon printer?" And it's like, "What?" And then it's like, "Oh, can you sell me two thousand printers?" And I was like. Okay, that, that can't be. So did you sell him 2,000 printers? No, he was after just one printer. And then he was asking me if I was his daughter. Like, that was one of the things he, like, like translated I'm, I'm, to. I'm guessing like, you would have been like, it's, it's for my daughter. Yeah, well, we, we uh, figured out. And then actually one of the girls uh, that we that I work with, she actually speaks Mandarin. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, she came over and... But, yeah, some of the just the translations that came through in English... Quite Basically, fun. you're such a bad salesperson that a guy came in asking for 2,000 printers and walked out with one. <laughs> he was going to buy 2,000 yeah. for his daughter and only came out with one. 2,000 daughters. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So what did you say? You were using some sort of like voice app or something. I, I wasn't. He was. Oh. He just walked up to me. He, he clearly had, to he me, clearly had the trial version. Mandarin and <laughs> just said, can I hit Canon printer? I'm like, what? Like, Yeah. Yeah, he got home and he was like, that idiot only sold me one printer. I asked for 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had a, I've had a, I've had like a lot of experiences with those apps, like working in the city. Yeah. Obviously, we have a lot of tourists and stuff, but I think my favorite one was uh, a European guy. Like, I don't know where he was from, but uh, basically Euro. he held up, he held his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> full-blown Euro. Okay. Um <laughs> Basically just Am shoves just his phone in my face. Half of this? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, basically just shoves his phone in my face with like one of those translator apps. Like before yeah. I even said anything, like or even noticed he was there, and like just hits yeah. the play button, and it's just like line. I was like, uh, like kind of gestured towards where like the cue for the counter is, and like he just presses it again. He's like line. I'm like I don't know what this means, and like literally like three or four more times, line, line, mm. line. I'm like I I don't know. Did and it turn like, out looks... he wanted to do a line of coke with you? No, yeah, I was about to say, was he looking <laughs> it for? It felt a like hit? it, yeah. yeah. Um, but he was just looking for a HDMI cable. Um, uh, but yeah, sense. yeah, fair enough. But that's like the one thing that everyone that ever goes to a JB just refuses to find. It's like the counter; they just never yeah, find mate. it. I don't know. It's really? like if mine's at the back, but like no one seems to ever understand that that, that it's there. Yeah, they I was in the back like, too. Where is it? And it's like, um, look over there. It's clearly over at the end mm. but it some, seems to elude everyone it's like a mirage uh, yeah uh, that giant um, yellow fucking similar yeah days like today but nothing is just crazy as that yeah it was yeah good time though nice. we uh, both had a laugh and he got his printer and off we went nice um yeah and you still had another uh, nine one thousand nine hundred ninety nine printers yeah, or mate, we wouldn't even have had that stock. And the, the printers were like $320 each. Think um, of the money you would have made on that. Oh, Come on, that. man. You the botched the sale. Zero dollars. Um. <laughs> That's an expensive printer. Yeah. Like 320 bucks. <laughs> Does it print his right. daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you... No, that'd be a 3D printer. Yeah. Actually, we do... Um, Three daughter printer. Well, we have a three printer, yeah, that we sell. I does the one does the one in the city like actually three D print stuff there? I believe so. Yeah, that's there, cool. There's like four stores in the city. I believe Sorry. one of them. Actually, I think that's that might even be the store I'm going. To. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. 
Can, can so, you uh, can you give us a uh, mate's race on a three D printer? Uh, only if you come in using one of those translators. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll I'll give you like a pity discount because you know I feel bad for not like. Uh, I'll, I'll come in asking for two thousand and go out with one. Yeah. So yeah, that was a good experience. Um. Anyway, what else have? No, sorry, we haven't even started that discussion. Uh, what have we been playing? <laughs> In the past week, Dylan, you can kick us off. Um, all right. Well, I played two games from back to front, so just a hundred percent of them both. First one I played was um, from back. To, you started from the end. Yeah, mate. Just like you know, episode five of uh, started Batman from the back, and now I'm at the front. <laughs> um, so yeah, I played. I played the Telltale Batman season two which I've been meaning to play because I like enjoyed the the first one. For some reason, I just go on a Telltale binge whenever I can't really be bothered playing that much. I just play through Telltale games that I haven't touched yet. Uh, God rest his soul. But um, yeah, season two of Batman is quite fun. I don't know if Kieran's played it or played any of the Batman Telltale games. I have not. You have not. Is is that because it's Batman? It's because it's Batman. Yeah, okay, you don't like Batman. Fair enough. Hello, buddy. I get into this argument with my girlfriend all the time not the textbook the real one um about (laughs) (laughs) about um her hatred for batman and i'm like i don't understand the the coolest part about him is that he's a superhero despite the fact that he doesn't have superpowers that's what makes him super regardless super rich he's just yeah exactly he's just loaded but um yeah season two of that pretty cool because it basically um you see the joker basically descend into madness and become like the true villain he's meant to be because in the that's first cool. season he's, I've never he's seen more that before. of a wow the yeah, Joker know, going on, mad come on it's crazy it was enjoyable come on don't <laughs> shit on it not anymore it wasn't <laughs> hey mate I had fun with it it was a good time anyhow that's that uh, the other game I played for the first time was Firewatch yeah which I um, hadn't ever played before somehow managed to um, steer clear of spoilers or anything really about the game for all the years that it's been out and after playing it it was not at all what I expected it to be. Well, that's because you're um, expecting it to be like Telltale's Batman, you weren't you? pretty much 90% of the people that played it without knowing anything. Yeah. Well, like, I, I, I've kind of formed, like, an idea of, like, what this game was from, like, the small things I'd heard about it. But, um, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, really enjoyable from what I played. Like I said, I didn't really expect it to go in the areas in which it did, and I was grateful for the, uh, I think, what, roughly three hours of time I had. Three it. hours? But, um, oh, three, four hours, yeah. I think I, pl- no, I played through no, it. It's about that. It's longer than that. No way, surely. It's less no, than five. Surely. Surely yeah, like I'd five. say, oh, I mean, maybe the second playthrough was a bit less, but three or four hours, I'd say. Um, so I played through it again as well for the um, the developer commentary. I thought you were going to say like, for the platinum. Yeah. Oh, no, there's no platinum, which is even worse. Oh. I did 100% it. But there's no platinum, which is always like a, a slap in the face. But um, I've never really bothered listening to like developer commentary sort of stuff before. But this one was like something one that I'd really wanted to hear because I'd heard before that you know they get really in depth in in terms of like the programming ideas and stuff that they had with it. Interesting. So basically, I think one of the things that they were saying was that when you go into a cave, the um, like it's obviously dark inside the cave, but the actual sun and the, the time of the day outside of the cave like quickly shifts to nighttime and stuff like that to yeah like, um allow for the for the for the darkness in the cave and stuff like that and basically talking about like occlusion 
sort of stuff. So like which parts of um, you know they'll hide like a they'll have a rock in a certain spot so that it hides the the area behind it so that it doesn't have to load it in so that the game performs at a at a proper rate and stuff like that. So it was quite interesting to listen to. But um, when you're playing with developer developer commentary, yeah. when yep. you get like seventy five percent through the game. Yep. Does someone go like, yeah, at this point we pretty much would have dropped it and cancelled it if Valve asked us to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, it was, but the saddest part about it after playing it was that like, it just reminded me that they're, yeah, part of Valve now. Mm. So I was like, oh fuck. Like, and I was already hyped for um, In the Valley of the Gods or whatever yeah. it was called. Just purely from how that looked before even playing Firewatch. And now that I've played that, I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. Why have you done this to us? Sad. It's all. Yeah. I got two things for you. But yep. first thing, just while we're on that topic, it's such a weird. Don't you think? Like looking back now, it's such a weird thing. Like I wonder why they said yes to being acquired by Valve. I guess money is probably the main thing. But yeah. Yeah, like wouldn't they? I don't know. It just seems like yeah. Don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know what like the like the idea of the deal was. I don't know if they were like the like the deal was to make games for valve or to to help which is what they're actually doing now but um yeah there's a lot of things like they could have yeah. they could have needed that for you know to to keep running yeah to keep the lights on oh, and i don't then... know firewatch sold fairly well and they're flogging tons of merch on their website all right they mate. Don't know if they're um yeah you know <laughs> doing it tough but yeah the, the whole developer commentary thing was something i wish to see in more games especially in the way in which they talked about like the techniques they used for yeah. like, occlusion testing and stuff like that and I've been I've been meaning to go back and play the Bioshock games with the dev commentary on I've just been sure to play it. the Bioshock games to be honest <laughs> well you, you got them for free yeah yeah so what happened was I had them I bought the game from work and like had it in my like little cupboard thing with all my uh, my game shelf thing and then when I saw that they were on PS Plus I just downloaded them so that I didn't have to bother grabbing the disc, but nice. they're um, they're ready to go. So I think I might start. I'll obviously just start with Bioshock One, but um, yeah, might start that tonight. Go from the don't you, don't you like it back back to front? So yeah, start with Infinite. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of people did start with Infinite. To be fair, gross. Uh, yeah. So just 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 back on Firewatch. What did you think of the ending? Um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, more or less. Needs more cowbell. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish like, there was a bit more to see, at the end. It kind of just mm. ended abruptly. But then again, I don't. It wasn't an ending I disliked. It just a lot of endings always leave me. A lot of endings do leave me kind of feeling like I wanted a bit more from them. And I mean, the Firewatch ending did to a degree without spoiling it, I guess. But. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's fine. It's not not perfect, but it's not a horrendous ending that kind of ruined everything. But yeah, I don't want to spoil when anything. That, when you said it wasn't quite what you were expecting, what? Yep. Uh, what do you mean? Like like what were you expecting? Um, just a lot more of a peaceful sort of vibe. I wasn't expecting okay. all the um yeah the. I mean, can we just talk about it? I don't know why I needed to not talk about it. Oh, maybe I haven't played it. it. Yeah. What, yeah, has, so just... has Jordan played it? I don't care, to be honest. <laughs> That's fair. So, okay, right. so, so I thought, just very quickly, I, I thought it was going to be like a mystery sort of in, investigation kind of game. Yeah. 
based on the first trailers, you know, where they talk about the kids going, uh, you know, the kids disappearing and stuff. Yeah. So basically, the yeah. only thing I'd ever heard. Sorry, you keep going if you need. No, well, that was it. You know, and yeah, but it, it wasn't that at all. No. And uh, oh, they actually okay. said in the developer commentary that with the trailers that they cut, they tried to make it look more like that. You know, like a little bit more actiony. Well, not actiony, just a little bit more intense than it actually ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, to try mm-hmm. and you know draw people in to play it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I did. The only thing I'd ever known about Firewatch before playing it was there was a, you know, you had your walkie-talkie, you talk to this girl Delilah, you have some sort of you know like relationship with her over the, the the seventy odd days that you're there, and then I all I had to remember hearing otherwise was that like at the end of the game you you go to her tower. That's all I had ever heard about it. So I knew that those things were going to happen. But what do you I think of the name, Delilah. It's, it's, it's a name. I don't know. Why do I need to <laughs> care about what her name is? Because if you like it, you should play Dishonored. Oh, well then, I hate Delilah. Fuck no. you. <laughs> um, What's it like but, in uh, city? Yeah, I wasn't expecting any Thanks, of the... Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> Were you going to do there, that too? I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want it at the same time. Um, I wasn't expecting any of the, you know, we're being tracked, someone's after us, sort of stuff like that. And I kind of, I kind of thought maybe it was the... I think his name's Ned. Spoilers. Ned Good, yeah. Well, I mean, we're already there, aren't we? So here we are, and it's a um, game's like four years old, mate. So yeah, it's fair game. I mean, it took me a long time to get to, but um, I wasn't expecting. I mean, I was expecting it, it to be him, and then in the end, obviously, it was and stuff like that. But um, the whole, you know, someone tracking you around, and there's something going on in the cave, and you finally get to the cave, and all this sort of stuff it was quite quite interesting because the first hour didn't really or first half hour maybe kind of i was kind of like what's this what's going to happen it's kind of boring at the moment but then once that stuff that sort of plot line started to come out um definitely made it a lot more addicting and then i you know played through it and immediately restarted and played through the developer uh commentary for it so definitely a, a wicked game i wish like i said before we could see more from campo santo but we don't really know when that's going to Gonna be Do you have the, um, dyna- the dynamic theme? <laughs> God, I love how you ask that. It's like stuttering. Like, do, do you have the theme? Um, no, I don't have the theme. I don't think. Unfortunately, I've had the same Final uh, Final Fantasy VII theme for when that game came out for like years. Nice. I haven't changed my theme at all. Yeah. My watch theme is good. Is it? Yeah. Don't don't get Zach going on theme. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to talk about themes. We'll yeah, talk about Firewatch, later. great game, great time, <laughs> loved it. Nice. Yep. Sorry to go on forever, but kind of no, wanted to good. talk about it a little bit. Anything else you want to add? What do you think uh, of the, little, the photo mode thing? Uh, Kieran, do you remember? I feel like this is. I could be wrong. Like when I say this, but you know where you take the photos with the Polaroid, uh-huh. you can upload them and get them printed. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get any printed? No. I feel like you'd be the kind of person that would. Like, <laughs> fuck you. What does that mean? Yeah, oh, what you know, does well, that mean? Oh, no, you're like, you know, you find like, uh, I think it's cool. Appreciating the artistry. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, wasn't there wasn't there a game where you could like... <laughs> fuck you, what do you The mean? developers <laughs> would like... <laughs> wasn't there a game where the developers would like 3D print your like character? What game was that? Oh, I or am know. I crazy? 
I'm gonna look it up. I don't know what it was, Kira, but it's the type of thing you'd do. So yeah, yeah. I'm just reading an article. Firewatch can develop and mail your in-game photos. You wish I did that. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, I wish that. I did now. I'm happy <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, cool. Anyway, uh, Jordan, what have you been, been playing? Uh, Can you guess? Warframe, Monster Hunter, <laughs> D- Destiny One or Two. No, I haven't played Destiny for about a month. Right, damn it. Um, no, I've been playing Monster Hunter still because uh, the event's still going on. The Resident Evil event just started, actually. Oh, so, yeah. Um, getting the armor so I can dress up as uh, Leon and Claire. Sexy. I Sexy know, right? I know, right? It's, it's pretty cool. Um, but then, no, I actually did Minecraft today with my brother because he was over, so we cross-play Minecraft. That was good fun. Did you play on your... Xbox? God, no. Oh, just checking. I, I, I honestly do cross-play from my Switch sooner than I'll touch my Xbox. Sorry about that. <laughs> this podcast Sorry. sponsored by Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. How's the, um, the old mate? The old the mate? The Leon thingy. Ah, it's good. So I haven't unlocked those things yet. I've been unlocking all the little trinkets first. Cause... Oh, it's okay. So you just unlock armor. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, what you got to do with Monster Hunter is build the events. You do the event quest, and then you get given a special material, which you use to craft special armor. So okay. I'm getting some of those materials. Uh, I'm getting all the stuff to dangle off my weapons first, and then I'm going to get all the decorations for my house. And then I'll get the armors and... Uh, but it's a it's a pretty cool quest because uh, it actually turns you into a zombie, which nice. is a uh, very different to how Monster Hunter normally is. Cool. Anything else, or just just no, that? Just just those two, really. Well, I've played nothing that I can talk about, so sick. We might move Get to review. Kiron. Kiron. Hello. Who has been playing Dreams. I have been playing Dreams. Well, I've been playing Dreams for a while, but... Uh, true. But as of... Hey, Kieran, is it dreams. true that you've been playing Dreams? Uh, what's that? Did, but did Trent only, tell you about Only recently, well? not for a while. Yeah, Trent, <laughs> Trent told me about this game called Dreams. He says it's <laughs> awesome. Um, I love these running jokes that we have that people listening to the podcast won't understand. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's, it a, it's all right yeah. though, because these running jokes are great. It makes editing more fun because I get to laugh at them again. <laughs> um, well, that's what we're about. This 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 podcast is is about making it enjoyable for you to edit. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway. Anyway, yeah, dreams. Dreams. Uh so yeah, it's um obviously we've we've spoken about it before, and I've I've had the the early access version for a while, but um today's the day that people who bought into the early access got access to the full game um which officially comes out on friday um and i guess like basically the the biggest the the sort of key difference between the early access version and the full version is this now has uh art's dream which is the game that media molecule so the developers of dreams itself have have made um so it basically represents like i guess like you'd call it the single player story mode portion of the game um and yeah, so I played through that today. I think it took me maybe like an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. Um, 
but in that space of time, I think it's become easily one of the coolest things I've ever played. Um, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Big endorsement from, from me for that one. Um, little big endorsement or just big? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, okay. yeah, I, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's fairly short and I'd probably end up spoiling something, but, um, it basically, right. this podcast is basically, all yes, this is the spoil. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, in four years, I'll talk about it. Yeah. Fair. Um, well. but, uh, yeah, basically just follows, uh, a, a man named art who is a double bass player and, um, goes through like, I guess his sort of emotional journey around, uh, his ego and his his depression and stuff. It's quite um, quite dark for something for Media Molecule, but I, I quite like that. Um, and it, it goes through his his dreams, uh, which kind of all represent different genres, um, and have very 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 sort of distinct visual styles and follow different sort of imaginary characters. It's very cool. Um, and there's like there's a Obviously, because he's a he's a musician, there's a lot of musical stuff in it too, which is very nice. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. We I've never played Little Big Planet, so is yeah, you said it's about an hour and a half. Is mm. that normal length or no? Like, the, I think the key difference, like Little Big Planet, was I guess like a a single player sort of platformer first, right. and then like a creation tool second. Like, obviously, they put a lot of stock in that, but mm. it was secondary to, like, what most people did with the game, which is just play through, like, the, the platforming story mode. Okay. Um, whereas Dreams is definitely more heavily skewed towards the creation aspect, and this is just, like, you know, something that Media Molecule has put out to show what it's really capable of. Um, and, like, it, it doesn't even, like, separate it as, like, a here's the story mode. It's It's just, like, when you load up the the dreamiverse which is where everyone's creations get uploaded it's just in there mm. amongst everyone else's stuff so it's okay. kind of like it's pretty low key but um yeah it's like it's short but you know ignoring the the cost of the game which is about 54 bucks i think like it's um like a really good reason to pick up dreams alone i think do you, um do you know if they if me are going to be doing any more content or are they i'm not sure i feel like that would be a good move on their part but at the same time obviously they'd be uh i don't know maybe if they yeah i wouldn't think they'd introduce it as paid content or anything like that so i'm not sure like what the mechanics of that would be Mm. um no because i'm just like you know like what like what's the post-launch support for that yeah just more tools or is it just yeah moderation of i would i would assume that the post-launch stuff on their part would be more about updating the creation side yeah. Um, but who knows? Like they might they might bring out more mm. stuff. Maybe not on the same sort of scope, but because it's quite like it's it's very sort of I guess developed. It's something mm. that I assume took them the entire time that they were making the the rest of the game to make because it's quite impressive. Do you think? Have you had much? I know that we've spoken about it before, but since I guess you've had early access, have you had much time with the tools or just? Yeah, I've um. I've like I've gone through all of the like tutorial and example kind of stuff that they have and I've, you know, messed around with making my own stuff from scratch and mm. remixing other people's things to see how they work and all that kind of stuff. Have you made anything good? No. Uh I'm pretty <laughs> have you made yeah. anything bad. Yes. 
Well, do, I haven't made anything that's anything. Do you think launching the game in the same year as a new console was a bad move? I mean, it's going to uh, be dual uh, dual compatible or backwards compatible or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like whenever assume, but, whenever this discussion yeah. comes up, it's hard to talk about. It's hard to you know assume anything that because we don't know the mechanics of how yeah. the cross gen stuff works. But um, I mean, I guess the advantage for them is they're launching on a massive install base. Yeah, yeah, because that would be a bit of a shame, really, if you you know they spent all this time because it was in development for ages. But yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, you know, and then to launch in the same year, and then it's you know oh you can't actually carry. It your tool, you know, your creations over or something like that. It would just, yeah. I feel like it will be, yeah, Surely it moved be. over in some aspect and I don't think they'll lose anything in the transition. Have you seen much, um, much of a marketing push from Sony at all? I can't say I've really seen much. For Dreams? Yeah. Um, A little bit. I don't know. Like, they're, I don't think they have to do much. Like, the press is all pretty positive about it because mm. it, is, it is like a really, really impressive tool. Um, mm. And I feel like they're just going to get more positive press after people start playing uh, Art Stream because it's it's crazy good. Yeah, You're crazy did good. we? Thank you. I think when we spoke about Dreams last time, we spoke about the potential uh, they they should do like maybe like a free version or something like that where you get like three downloads or something like that. Or maybe did we talk about that? I don't think so. Nah. Was that just, in a dream? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just to get people, you know. Um, into it because i feel like yeah like a lot of people might be overwhelmed just by the yeah yeah i mean Um, it is like it's it's a tough sell i guess in that aspect because it's like do i hand over 50 dollars for the privilege of being able to make something and then realize i'm shit at making things yeah and then you can't return it kind of thing um Um, unless you buy it from jb hi-fi or ebay games plug or or, or Amazon, or the Gamesman, or... or no, I'm sorry, uh, we're Kmart. only sponsored oh, wait, by no, Microsoft here, so I have to censor this whole thing. <laughs> or Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you know, just, I just feel like if they had like a little... Maybe even just like a trial version, where you had like 30 days or whatever. Yeah. Or 15 yeah. days or something. I don't know. Um, cause It'd be cool that, if they had like a free... Like, you could play people's dreams for free. Yeah. Um, Kind of like, weird example, but kind of like RPG Maker. Yeah, where, like, yeah. you, oh, you pay you for the software, that? but people who want to play the games just have to download, like, the tile sets and stuff for them. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, like, that's a good idea. And then that hopefully would encourage some people, not all people, to, um, I guess, yeah, try and make their own Yeah, game. maybe in the future. Maybe. All right. Uh, you going to be re- reviewing that? <laughs> uh, Jordan, you can just cut the middle of that like twenty second you right, and then just make no, it, like, no, no, no. I'll word. extend it to make it the length of the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh man, I could make a song with it. I could make a song. With it. I mean, yeah, because it's probably not a game you can. I mean, yeah, you've been playing the early early access, but yeah, you can't just review overnight. Because they they would have updated the creation tools. Yeah, so you haven't had uh, haven't had a chance to yeah. really dig in to see like what's different there. Um, I don't imagine it would be too different. Like I definitely will be reviewing it, um, mm. but uh, it's a tricky one, I guess, because it's it's everyone's experience will mm. kind of vary dramatically. Um, but yeah, 
how many how many other people's dreams have you played uh over the time that i've had it maybe like 20 to 30 what's the best one that you can remember so my favorite one which is uh probably like right at the beginning of when early access started i can't remember i wish i remember what it was called but it was basically just like i thought it was just going to be someone's like test bed for uh like this car that they'd made because at the time i was trying to figure out you know how, how everything worked um and it looked like just like a random thing where you just drive around because a lot of people's dreams that they upload is just like here's a character i made you can walk him around and you know burp and shit whatever mm. um so I went into that and I was like, cool, I can figure out how someone's made a car. And I started playing it and you're basically just driving down this like, you know, straight road and there's like a little bit of an environment. And then like it transitioned into another environment. I was like, oh yeah, it's cool. Like different environments and stuff. Oh, and it like, sounds like Final Fantasy 15. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so you just keep, you keep driving and driving and it just like, you know, your car just veers off into these different places. And then like right at the end there's like this big tunnel and you drive through it and your car just lands on a pile of like thousands of other cars and it's like the end oh i was like oh shit okay like all right um so that like that's still like the thing that stuck with me the most because it kind of surprised me yeah um so that's kind of cool yeah nice uh you've also been playing well, you've played very, very briefly uh, Mm. a little party game called table manners yeah a little bit about that brief time i can i can tell you about the the very brief i played through like the first kind of like i don't know like chapter of maybe five um but it's uh it's another one of those kind of wacky sort of physics-based games where you're tasked with something really mundane but the game does its best to work against you to make it as hard as possible Mm. um so it's uh it's it's like it's presented like a dating sim so you kind of have a tinder style dating app that you sort of pick dates from and you can chat to them and and sort of work them up into just you know agreeing to go on a date with you and then uh you play the date itself and you just have like a i guess like a disembodied hand with which to grab things you know pour their drink it's, it's, order it's food. realistic in that way yeah it's very realistic all my dates i'm just a hand <laughs> um might as well be, to be honest, at the end of the day. It's just a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I was like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you just like, yeah, you do you do mundane stuff. Like, you know, pour their drinks and salt their steak and order things off the menu. But the controls are intentionally really frustrating where your, your mouse moves the hand like back and forward, but your keyboard moves it up and down. And then you have to like hold another button and move your mouse to rotate it. Um, so the idea is that you end up just knocking shit over, throwing plates, spilling wine everywhere. Um, and you, the game just gives you like a, a laundry list of things to do that you have to achieve on a date before time runs out without making a complete fool of yourself. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's pretty funny, I guess. Um, the, the dating aspect is cool. Like the different dialogue options you can choose and stuff when you're talking to them through the, the dating app are quite funny. Um, but so far, I don't know if it's just cause it's the early levels, but so far I've managed to make like a massive fucking mess and still get three stars on every level. So, uh, I guess that bodes well for dating in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, um, it's a, uh, co-op game. Yeah. Is it? I thought it was. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe that's why the controls are so I mean, hard. Maybe I'm playing it in Kieran Stockton mode. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me have a quick, let me, let me have a quick look. Right. Am I playing the right game? 
there's a World Player DLC podcast where we always Google things live. Am I playing hentai right. table manners? Isn't right. that every... Now you got me sold. <laughs> uh, I think no, you're wrong. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I thought it was. Although a multiplayer mode would be cool if you're like both playing like both sides of the date. Okay, I thought it was. No, maybe it's not. I apologize. Uh, um, yeah. Nice. Alright, well, while we were, I guess, we were talking about Firewatch, that sort of, um, lit a fire. A fire. <laughs> wow. A fire the, uh, on your watch. <laughs> the flapjack the, fire. That's topical. Do you want a new Firewatch or Floodwatch? Discussion? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're going to talk about small, small, short games. Yeah. Games that, uh, because I, you know that I'm a fan Zach of you love everything short, eh? I love I love everything short. <laughs> uh, friends with us, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, there's there's something that I really like about a game that you can finish in an afternoon. Yeah. Um, that like I think all of the games that I can think of that have been the most memorable in you know the, the last order. generation. <sighs> not not a bad example. Um, I think some of my most memorable experiences have been short so games. Malice, um, do, do you think it um, that's because uh, how do I phrase this correctly? Do you think it's because that they feel the games themselves feel more impactful? I think so. Uh, because, yeah, because they're sort of about uh, not touchy subjects, but more like uh, sensitive sort of t- topics. Sometimes there's definitely an aspect um, of that. Or is it because they you can sort of bang out a game in an afternoon and it's like oh you know I've finished a game kind of thing? Is that EA you know, developing it, Anthem? <laughs> Basically, right. it was a bit shorter than an afternoon. <laughs> but and, um, you know, as no, like, yeah. you know, you're not, you know, you're not fucking playing uh, Elix for yeah. eighty hours. Well, I think, you know, I mean, yeah. If you if you look at the opposite end of the spectrum, a game, you know, yeah. a massive open world game like one of the mm. recent Assassin's Creed games, um, their best bits are like the side quests because they're short, digestible stories. Same with like mm. The Witcher Three. Um, where like the overall story is probably like you know it's it's good, but it it gets watered down by the amount of time that you spend getting to each new point, and then that you know that it ends up being like the side quests and stuff that really sit with people. Yeah, I think anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely all for like it, I would love if more games were movie length and sort of developed on that sort of you know process as, as a movie well, do you reckon instead of games going to movie links movies should start going for like a thousand hours or don't they already <laughs> lord of the rings feels like that i saw joker recently i felt like that went for 500 hours oh god you, you didn't write it nah really nah like just, it was he just doesn't like batman or the joker we know this. yeah <laughs> no, so, I, we'll, we'll get to that in a second for, actually for later. or later on yeah um I had a question. It's actually a good question now. I forgot. Don't forget it. Oh, you already have. Oh, I have forgotten. See, this podcast <laughs> is too long. You've forgotten what's happened. Um. No, nah, but I've I've got another one for you. So, what's what uh, what's your optimal length? <laughs> <laughs> what's your preferred length? Well, uh, if you if games were to have girth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, like how, like you know, six hours, 
or do you like to push into that sort of eight hour, eight to ten hour sort of thing? So, for example, like a Plague Tale, because that, yeah. that probably that probably pushes eight eight to ten ish hours. Yeah. Um, but that game, you know, again, that game is very good, but it's it's not sort of your your Edith Finch or yeah. your sort of four hours. I guess it like it, context is important. I guess like it depends on yeah. on the type of game and the type of story that it is. Like, mm. um, Plague Tale is a good example because it's you know it's relatively short, but like. Uh, you know, it builds throughout the whole thing and the pacing is really good and the gameplay changes up and, you know, they, they kind of justify that that length. Mm. Um, but, like, if a lot of the time, if I'm deciding what to play, if a game says it's going to be more than four or five hours, I'll skip it in favor of something shorter. Mm. Right. So, like, yeah, less than five hours is probably my sweet spot for okay. um, for just sitting down and just playing something, you know what I mean? How do you feel about the length of like a, for example, like Life is Strange 2? Is that too long or is that a good length? Yeah. I think if I played that through in one sitting, it might be too long. Yeah. But I mean, like, is that a game with a length but, that's not like going to scare you away? No, it wouldn't scare me away. Um, yeah, length. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, like I'll happily play like a, you know, 80 hour game if it's something I'm genuinely like super super keen on like a new final fantasy or like you know dragon quest builders 2 is a good example i've sunk like 80 hours into that yeah and i still love it but um yeah i i definitely would prefer more short games okay so so the question i had Mm. uh, or at least i think this is what it was or i can remember i remember the what I was going to ask, but if this is the exact question, but would you like to see more AAA games become episodic games? I wouldn't mind it. So um, you get that sort of short snack size sort of... It has to, yeah, there has to be a reason for it, obviously. Like, yeah. Let's just say Last of Us coming out and that splits into five, five hour episodes. Yeah, see a, game like, see, a game like that, probably not so much because there's... Again, there's like a there's like a build up in those sorts of games, you know, where it, Could you it gets not technically makes the argument that the next Last of Us is episodic because it is called Part Two. No, that's like saying Lord <laughs> of the Rings is episodic. No, it is three episodes. <laughs> three episodes. I mean, Star, Star Wars is episodic. Oh, you fucking just get your logic out of here. <laughs> um, no, like, yeah, games like Last of Us. Um, or if you think of games like, you know, JRPGs, like it'd be mm. weird to like level up to like level 20 in a JRPG and be fighting all these like baddies and then like wait four months and then just jump right back into it. Yeah. Um, so like self-contained, you know, yeah. stuff obviously works really well. Cause that's obviously the biggest detractor or one of the biggest detractors for episodic games is the length between mm. releases sometimes and you sort of lose... You're like, oh, what did I do again? Kind mm. of thing. Um, you know what would have worked as an episodic game is Metro Exodus. Because that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, a few Earth sort of distinct H. sandboxes that sort of <clears throat> play out in their own thing each time. Um, mm. That's why Hitman kind of worked as an episodic game because each level was just this brand new sandbox where you started with nothing. Yeah. And yeah. then kind of work your way through. Yeah, I guess... It'd be interesting to see if more. Um, what's that game? Oh no, that's not really episodes, is it? I was going to say Man of Medan. 
they're sort of self contained. It's a similar it's almost a similar format though, where it's yeah. like, you know, a triple A ish kind of team working on short yeah. form content released more regularly. Like I think I love that idea. Because yeah. I guess it then it, it allows you not sort of waiting for that one big uh, stream of income you can sort of mm. get little dribs and drabs so i guess that uh, yeah yeah gives you and like more. especially especially in the indie market like there's a lot of games coming out all the time yeah. and nobody but, has time for all of them so yeah. if they were shorter maybe they maybe you know more games would would be sold or bought but if you let's just say like uh like if i watch was episodic like you know that probably wouldn't work either no yeah, because it's too short. So I feel like a lot of indie games are already short. Yeah, if you know, yeah. So they probably wouldn't work as. I guess that 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 sort of maybe that B grade or that you know that double A sort of indie sort of not indie but you know the that double mm. uh, A sort of tier like your yeah, Life is Strange kind of stuff. Yeah. That, um, where you know each and like the council, you know, where each episode was pretty much four to five hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, there's definitely a lot... The AA market is a good example. There's definitely a lot yeah. of games in there where you get the sense that uh, in order to... Because obviously it's a, it's a crowded market and mm. a double A game isn't always the most attractive proposition when you walk into a JB Hi-Fi, but no. I feel like a lot of them want, you know, 100 plus hours in the back of the box to draw people in. So they end up padding it out and, yeah, you know, just feel like maybe... Yeah, maybe the resources could be spent better elsewhere to make a shorter game but a better game mm. in a lot of cases like troll and i if that was five minutes long oh infinitely true. better actually you know what game i think might have worked as a episodic game now looking back recall yeah yeah i can see that yeah only because that ending was just such a fuck it was just so <laughs> padded out and just oh i hated that recall recall could have just been shorter enjoyed. I quite enjoyed that. Um, yeah, no, but but I'm saying like if they actually made the game a bit bigger and but then oh, separated yeah. it, you know, if they you know turned them into three, I don't know, ten hour episodes or whatever, eight hour episode kind of things, mm. um, where you instead you didn't have to just grind through that last three hours or whatever it was well, two hours. And the the thing that could have done, really been done well with Recall being episodic is. They could have messed around more with gameplay ideas per episode. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah. you know, maybe like in the last episode, it's like a mesh of all the gameplay ideas that worked. Yeah. That, that's that's the other thing. It's like the shorter a game is, the the more it's like individual ideas have impact because they're not blown out. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, Nintendo's like Mario is a bad example because those games can, can sometimes be quite long, but like Nintendo's really good at throwing in new ideas and then quickly just changing them again and that works i think that works well in shorter formats how long is an average mario game i, I guess it depends on how long you play them for they're well, not that's overly a, long that's though. a dumb answer um how, how like how much of them you play in terms of completion <laughs> <laughs> how but long like, is it know, it's like, how long you play it for but they have a story yeah oh you know like a campaign sorry yeah like the 3d mario games would be like eight to ten hours you reckon dylan okay or less well like 64 and stuff like 3d yeah like galaxy it? and uh, uh odyssey and shit probably like 15 or 20 yeah they're, they're not short games yeah they're not that short not if you 100 percent them but like yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah i mean depends which one it depends on which runs because you know you can get through like for example you can get through odyssey a lot quicker than 
you know you yeah. can get through it to the end but there's a lot more stuff there to you know tinker around with if you want but that's another that's another good direction too which has been happening a lot recently is games where you can finish, finish it yeah. when you want to or you can like, keep playing like breath of the wild like breath of the wild what uh what do you mean sorry so finish, finish so like games like uh games like breath of the wild and even um yeah. uh ghost recon the newest oh, you ghost mean recon? where you can go back into the world where you can no where you can sort of the the end goal of the game is completely attainable from the beginning if you're right. willing to be super super good at the game but the more you play the rest of the game the easier than that then becomes to finally get in and finish do you mean like the far cry stuff where if you wait at the start you can finish it then is that what you said no kind of but not exactly not exactly no another good example would be like ukulele and the impossible yeah that's a good example too yeah so it's like like, you know you can go and tackle the impossible lair straight away and get your ass handed to you or you can play through a certain handful of levels to get enough health to then get through to the end of the game so you don't technically have to play through all the levels to beat the final boss yeah kind of depends on how skilled you are up until that point to, mm. to get to the end so all right so kieran what are your uh, off the top of your head <clears throat> yeah three three favorite short games and okay. i guess do you want to do you want to have a cap on how many hours to find short like five yeah so if we're talking about games less than five hours uh well art stream is definitely one of them already uh that we just discussed in dreams yeah um another one really? like, like this is like all time fave yeah really okay. yeah yeah like I, I really fucking loved it um I, you you should play it when you get a chance i know you yeah, will I know. but i mean <laughs> get on it sooner rather than later okay well. um what else uh brothers a tale of two oh, sons yes good um inside would be another good one yeah um uh firewatch obviously like i really like that uh yeah. abzu i don't know if any of you guys have played abzu but i know but that's a fucking played. awesome game is it a water like, game yeah that's like probably yeah. no less no more than three hours i reckon um and there's another really good example that i was actually thinking of yeah i'm pretty sure we we uh before that same, we might have discussed the t-shirt oh the, yeah edith finch yeah that's another good idea another good example um Hopefully anything... we can uh, add add one more to that list with a, uh, a game that comes out on consoles in nine days. Drive. Is it that? Is it that short? Yeah, that that would be. Yeah, that's only f- probably four hours. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mutation's probably that might be a little bit more than the five hour mark, but mm. like I reckon you could finish that in a day. Um, yeah. And I obviously, fucking love that game. Well, I started playing it on Apple Watch. Oh, Apple Watch. No. On the Apple, Apple Watch? Watch. Well, Apple Watch. How hard would that oh, be? <laughs> bloody, speaking of that, I forgot to... Typical me. Like, I forgot to cha- I forgot to cancel my subscription because I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just try the 30 days yeah. just to see what it's like and then I'll just cancel it because I'll, I'll, you know, I'll never play it. Yeah. In fact, I don't, I don't even know where my iPhone 11 Pro is. It's somewhere. I think it's in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, ticked over. Oh, you know Renewed. what is a great example, actually? Sorry to interrupt. That's all right. Uh, I was just ranting. Your story ranting was getting bit. longer than most games on this list. Um, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five, right? Oh, I fucking hate God. that game for how long and stupid it is and drawn out yeah, and repetitive. To a degree, yeah. But Especially Ground Zeroes, like, the, the oh, demo so thing good, before yeah. that, so yeah, good. fucking loved it. Loved yeah. it. 
Yeah, you, you know what? I think the best part about Grand Zeroes is not even because it was short. It was just because it was clear and concise in what it yeah. wanted to be. Yeah. Whereas Metal Gear Solid Five, especially once you hit that halfway mark, it Ugh. just loses all sense of what it is. Yep. Yep. Um, Would you say Soma's probably a bit longer than five hours? Soma's. Probably yeah, if we're talking in less than the five hour mark, then probably yeah, not. Probably, yeah. But um, I mean, there's like there's heaps that I could think of. There's Donut County. Um, what did you think of the Stanley Parable? Everybody gone, gone home. To the Raptors. <laughs> See, everybody's gone to the Rapture. Felt longer than it is because yeah, it walks so fucking like slow in that game. I don't, that's that part makes it. I I've never finished that game because of how slow really? that you walk, and I really enjoyed it for the most Kieran part. Kieran KS fucking. Hated that. <laughs> <laughs> he hated it, eh? Oh, that was funny. The, the way, a, the way that, I've yeah, always yeah. heard it described, though, is like the walking speed in that game is slower than Sydney's trains. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. I mean, you, 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 you can jog, but it's not jogging. It's like you're. I don't know. It's not even like walking pace. It's just. It is very slow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you don't realize. Well, you, you do realize it, but you don't realize. I think how slow it is until you play another game like that after that. Yeah. Uh, and you go, fuck, that was. It's rough. Um, yeah. I can't believe oh, like it, it released it like that. Yeah, well, because that, that concept and even like, you know, the world and stuff is actually, it's quite quite a good idea. And yeah, but uh, yeah, that walking speed was. Do they ever patch it? Do you know? I know that studio went like. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they saw Kieran's word. They saw they saw Case's words and just closed down no, immediately. No, the Chinese room. That, that's that, that was immune. Oh yeah. I think they, ended up, they didn't. They it's, end up just closing up. It's faster to get to the Rapture in the Bible than it is to get to it in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a couple. What was, what was, yeah, out. what was yours, Dylan? Um, so oh, I got your mate, dear Esther. Yeah, uh, not bad. Um, a way out's one of mine. That's uh, that, that's, that's pushing six hours. it. That's six that's, hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, Journey. Journey's a good one. Journey's yep. a good uh, one. Virgi- Journey. Virginia. Oh, Virginia's Quality. so good. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Um, what else have we got? Uh, the Guacamelee <laughs> games are like six, seven to eight-ish, but that. those are still decent. They're good. Um, Unravel, I still enjoyed as well. That was quite short. I loved Unravel. Um, Do you ever play Grow Home? Grow Up? I did play Grow Home, yeah. I didn't play Grow Up, though. Yeah. Oh, and the Unfinished Swan is another good one? Unfinished Swan, yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking more like what, Ether 1 and stuff, but I can't remember how long Ether 1 was. Have you, have you ever played the game Silver Chain? <laughs> <laughs> Basically every five, every walking sim. That's under five hours because you fucking hate it so much you'll turn it off before that. <laughs> I think uh, it's it's over ten hours if you're Zach and trying to figure out one puzzle. Yep. Come on. Ether one's five hours. That's the game where I got stuck in a mine shaft three months to get the trophy, <laughs> the last right. trophy. Um, <laughs> that game's still that game's still excellent. Other than that, that's it was in the original game. I'm sure it's been patched out by now, but what that game's that, good um, as well. Occupation is that how how long's that? Oh, your boys. Probably not. Too it's got to be good though, five right? Five hours. Yeah. True. Yeah, those guys botched that one a little bit. Um, so what's happened is Zach's asked, you know, what are your what are your top five games under five yeah. hours? And now we're just googling what games are under five hours <laughs> and listing them. Your occupations is, is at six hours. Well, I'm, I, was, I was five hours too long. Did you yeah. just look at how long to beat? 
Ja. Herre gutt til bait. Herre gutt til bait. Well, my steam fucking accounts just. Oh, shoutouts to the shoutouts to the to the pedestrian being a three hour four hour game. Yeah. Oh, I still haven't played it. Yeah, talk about it, Dylan. Yeah, talk, talk about the pedestrian, about mate. Yeah. Get off. How um, long to beat? <laughs> and um, <laughs> how long to beat off? Um, how long? To <laughs> we have that website at uh, church. Yeah. <laughs> so the pedestrian. When I first started playing it. It was annoying the fuck out of me. So most puzzles, like once they start to get a bit too obtuse, I just start getting real mad until I start and, until I kind of like get a grasp of what's actually going on. But when I was playing through that game, like I constantly and if anyone's read the review, you'd know that like I constantly kept thinking of Portal while, while I was playing it because it just yeah, kept yeah, it kept while you're playing. That? Yeah, that, that as well. Yeah, were you just thinking um, your KS just that? You know, soloing the co-op. Yeah. I think of KS soloing all the time. <laughs> oh, what did he play it? it was, what was it? Upside down or something, wasn't it? What? He played, yeah, what? he was hanging from the roof. It's like playing with it with a controller upside down. Whatever dumb shit he, he was doing with it. Oh Regardless, God. that game... Yeah, it's just like... the, the Basically, like every different area kind of had its own mechanic for the puzzles, but it was iterative in the sense that like it was building off of the prior areas um puzzle gimmick and um it does start to get quite intense quite quickly so there are certain bits where you get to a certain area and you do spend around five to ten minutes piecing together which areas you need to which uh, doors need to connect to what and then you know there's different environmental um things that get in the way as well so obviously the pedestrian character moves through these 2d signs but there's also the 3d backdrop that um you know can play a role in these puzzles as well so there's one for example where the um the the 2d signs are connected to um like a i think it's like a a chain fence or whatever so it's like some of them and you can move along the chain fence but some of them are fixed with screws into the fence so that you can't you can't drag them and move them around so it's basically trying to figure out how to use the ones that you can move to set up in a position to then move on to the ones that are fixed and stuff like that and it's just it's every time you play through it it's more more or less giving you these sort of portal vibes in the sense that like there's always something new that's being brought in that's not mega gimmicky it's like something that should you know continue to be used throughout the puzzles and it's just a bit just a bit intense to be honest and I mean, I loved it in the end. In the end, I ended up giving it an eight, I think. But um, definitely, like, didn't overstay its welcome. I think it was only about three to four hours as well, because you know, if it kept going, it probably would have started to annoy me. But <laughs> I did have good fun with it. But it I sounds, recommend everyone to play it. It sounds like heavy kind of witness vibes. And yeah, there is definitely a bit towards the end. That mix of like um, environmental and like two D puzzles. Yeah, and there is like a bit at the end that almost gets to like full on witness levels. Oh, okay. That um, that gets really cool. Um, that you, you know you only get to tinker with for a couple of minutes, but it is something to to definitely play. It is only on PC at the moment, but it's not like it's anything graphically demanding. Um, so it should be easy to just pick up on Steam and play. But yeah, did have good sick. fun with it. I do hope it comes to consoles and stuff like that, so more people can get can you know. Have a have a play around with it, but I hope they do something 
um, you know, they hopefully this team does another puzzle game like that because um, I'd like to see more from them. I was nice. quite impressed overall, but yeah. Quick little review recap for you there. It does look like a game that might work on the Switch. Would you agree? I think it would work on any console, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, the portability of the Switch also would um, be well, like you know, well suited for it because they are they are definitely puzzles you can spend you know one or two minutes on, and then you jump to the next puzzle. Um, so yeah, it would, and I, I guess portable play would be suited to it as well. Mm. So yeah, I would um, wouldn't mind seeing it on the Switch as well. I'm sure they're trying to to get it on there. I think it's inevitable that it'll end up on console of some kind. Yeah, yeah, it's got and a I mean, lot of I'd, praise. Yeah, exactly. A lot of like, you know, there are a lot of, you know, games that you'll review, you know, that we all review that, you know, we might like and then they never really get picked up in the way in which you, you like them to. But um, having read reviews of The Pedestrian after having played it, the game was getting, I think it's Metacritic even or Open Critics like mid 80s. So hmm. there are a lot of people that um, found, you know, plenty of positives in that game. Actually, that's a good question. Have we so had any of the well. games from the Open Critic Challenge? No, I haven't, have we? Surely not. Everything got delayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Sorry? Um, I did have another question for for you guys while old mate was waffling about pedestrians. So, but, um, sorry, mate. No, no, I, I, I have another question, uh, mainly for Kieran, because I think he's the only other person here who's played Hellblade. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on games that could function normally quite competently as a shorter game but extend themselves so they can use their gameplay as a way to serve the narrative because you know i mean with, yeah with, with game with, with hellblade one of the main criticisms is that the gameplay is quite repetitive and it doesn't vary itself at all um yeah which i actually take as uh a way of their like them showing the repetitive nature of fighting the same demons over and over again as mental health but like in an action form yeah absolutely um the like like i said if like context is important like i'm not gonna shit on a game for being too long or too short if if it's the right length for what you know what the developers are trying to do or what they're trying to say um so like yeah i agree with you on hellblade i i felt the same way about you know how it uses its in, its enemy encounters and stuff for sure i didn't think that game was too long I honestly that, feel that game is loaded up on the um on the PC ready to go. Nice. At any point, so should probably probably actually commit to that. That was a oh, game that it went longer than I was expecting it to, but at no point did I feel like it was dragging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two questions. One not related to what we were talking about. First one, uh, do. Uh, probably i don't know if you all play like older games do you like to go back and play like mega drive games or gamecube not gamecube um nintendo 64 games because yeah. they're shorter or do you think they lack that are they shorter though most of the time they are most of the yeah, time say, yeah. like you know, i reckon you could play through like streets of rage too oh, okay in, you know in a sitting kind of thing um yeah that's interesting because i guess like uh, those games or, were seen as think... a different kind of entertainment where you like yeah. and where like a replay was like just what you'd do like you would yeah. play the same game a hundred times because that's you know it's what you had to play but I feel like the games we've sort of all spoken about are very narrative 
yeah driven sort of games you know obviously you know streets of rage's narrative yeah really good but you know not quite yeah i feel like a game like streets of rage i wouldn't want to be longer than it is Mm. a game like like if yeah if a game is very i guess like action heavy or like very focused on on its gameplay Mm. um the gameplay should be able to speak for itself and if you if you finish it in four hours and you want more you just go back and play it yeah because you're not there for the story like you're just there to beat guys up and you can do that whether you're at the beginning or the end i guess how long was the first ever sonic game do you remember <sighs> wouldn't it would have surely wouldn't been, wouldn't it would have been like it would have been yeah less than five hours easily but that was if you could finish it yeah because as a kid i remember not being able to finish sonic one at all but then other games I could play through in like half an hour because I was yeah, boss mode. Like Battle Toads. Like <laughs> that game was fucking hard. Uh, yes, yeah, so second question, and it's sort of just uh, I just thought about thought about it then while you're talking about Hellblade, or while Dylan uh, brought it up. Have you held off on playing any games this year so you can pledge them? Yes, I have a few. <sighs> no, I have not. I haven't because. The only one that I probably could have done that with is Dragon Quest, and I didn't want to wait. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I've held off on two games, but they're only short games, and I probably wouldn't have finished them anyway. Nice. Yeah. I'm not going to say them, because I might still pledge them. I'll but tell you what, you say them, and uh, if you decide you'll pledge them before I finish editing, I'll censor them for you. No. So close. One, well, okay, well, one's the occupation. Yeah. Yeah, boy. And the, and the other one, I actually can't remember what it is. So that, that's good. But I know, I know that, that there was a second game. I think it's a digital game that, like, that, that I've got. Oh, Control. Yeah. So that's, that's that's what it is. Nice. Yeah. But I thought I'd save it. But yeah. Anyway. Uh Cool. Do we want to wrap it up there and talk about some news? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's actually quite a bit of news this week. Probably nothing massive, really, but... Um, some interesting of, stuff. Lots of, yeah, lots of good sort of news. I guess we'll kick it off with a very quick one, but there's a new dynamic theme. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here you Sony go. Sorry, the, Naughty... the podcast is cancelled for this week. Uh... <laughs> Sony and Naughty Dog have released... A brand new Last of Us Part Two dynamic theme that changes. Uh, sorry, the image changes depending on on the time of day. Uh, oh. is, is it too? Does that, just, get, does that get you hot under the collar? Oh mate, yeah. very hot. That's a collar. very dynamic theme, mate. That is very dynamic. You know what? What would, would be better than that? Is if I could buy the plague tail. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, what? If, what if you could buy the plague tail dynamic theme, but? It replaced everything with jorts. Fucking hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if the rats wore jorts? How did, okay. If, if a rat wore jorts, <laughs> would it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's free. You can get... I think you have to use one of those codes again that they did with... Um, what's the other one they did? Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you have yeah to rather than code. just like put it on the store for free, like every other yeah, fucking you, theme. Yeah, you got you to put it in a code, so like restricted to your region. Yeah, and you can find it on uh, you know, PlayStation's socials and stuff like that. Um, but probably one of the most interesting bits of news this week is that Nintendo 
have uh, outed the serial leaker of um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. That was that was the one. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys recall, I guess in the lead up to that game's release, there was just bulk leaks of Pokemon and all sorts of other stuff. Um, the article, which was, I think we got it from Vooks, and then we published it. Yeah, it's um. Oh, sorry, I'm just loading it up. Yeah, the so the the leak is from a Nintendo website in Portugal called F Nintendo, which has a literal meaning now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently one of the reviewers for that website went rogue, um, according to fuck Nintendo or whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> I'm and, sure he did. Yeah, and basically now because of his actions and his inability to keep his screenshots to himself, um, Nintendo will no longer work with F Nintendo. So they've had, it says, I think in one of the articles says they've had an 11-year, um, what do you call it, relationship? Uh, yeah, mm. that's, yeah. And so because of one guy's actions, that's all one person's actions, I'm not sure if it's a, if it's a male, but uh, yeah, it, uh, that's all over. Yeah, um, well, and when your website is like Nintendo specialized, yeah, it's a pretty pretty big relationship to sever. Yeah. Left themselves yet again. You feel a little bit sorry, but then of course like... Nah, nah. Because well, okay, but, but what if they like? What if so? If I gave you a code for something yeah. and you were, how would I know that you're off leaking it? I mean, I guess that's the. Yeah, but you still signed the yeah I know. embargo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Like you're yeah, because like the the knock on effect of that uh, was because the, obviously the, when those leaks went up, that was maybe like two, maybe even three weeks before the game was out. Yeah, it was well so before. obviously. Nintendo had given this, you know, outlet uh, a review code for the game that early. Mm. And then subsequently, like, pretty much every Australian outlet and I'm sure other countries didn't get it until launch. And that would have been a direct result of of this one guy leaking the game and ruining it for everyone else. So, you know, it's like no sympathy from me for that. No, I just feel like like if if you're that person who's, who's given this person this code and they've... You know they've fucking done this. You'd be you'd be fuming as well. Oh, oh absolutely. yeah, yeah. I will say the the one thing I do kind of like about this, is, you know, sites being blacklisted by publishers isn't anything new. Mm. But they always kind of either dance around the subject, give a blanket reason why, or just don't say anything and act real dickish about it. Nintendo have come you know up front and been direct about why they're doing it, which is yeah. I kind of Was dig. That a pun? Nintendo have been direct. <laughs> no, no, you, you just uh, podcast. The next, the, the ne- <laughs> I just imagine oh, the next Nintendo Direct I, is just I like fuck, fuck fucking... Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think this is the first time I can think of that someone's well, not someone, but like a big publisher's come out and called them out. Yeah, like actually, yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be well pissed off. That'd be like yeah. Vooks losing their Nintendo relationship. Like, yeah. what would you do? I don't know. Change your name. <laughs> Spooks. That'd be like well played having a relationship and then severing it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a pretty pretty good one. Um, but yeah, interesting news there. Uh, next one. What have we got? 
on the list. Oh. Yeah, let's give that one. Uh, so another... <laughs> another possible... let's, let's just always skip that one. Uh, also, sorry, not, not a... Uh, pot, not a good, uh, <laughs> let me restart. Can you post um, this on the podcast, I can't please? believe you no. put that on there. <laughs> uh, I, I got tongue-tied. All right, yeah, so one of the possible other leaks uh, that's happened over the past week is the release date for Biomutant. Uh, so there's a website online called F Biomutant. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> called Instant Gaming, uh, and they've got the the PC version of the game releasing on March 17, um, which is basically in a month. Uh, which sounds spicy. Which seems, seems awfully close, given um, how long that game's been in development, and I guess the kind of the hype that's around it. Um, yeah. I mean, they did say, like, the developer did say back in November that yeah. it was done. Yeah. And the, that was, I think that was when we reported on the on the delay yeah, in just, November. Yeah, they were just basically polishing it. just wanted it to now. polish it. Yeah, but it does seem, like, it does seem a little bit implausible that they would be releasing it in a month and still not have said anything. Especially, but, I mean, they've had, like, the collector's editions out for, like, yeah, well. yeah, that's Yeah, I guess it's weird. Um, Maybe it's one of those things that's like, hey, Biomutant's, it's out in a month or something, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But what do you what do you think? Not it's like it? I, like I want to believe it. Like mm. obviously, you know, I'm super keen for Bite Mutant. Um, but yeah, given given how soon it is and how this is the first time I'm hearing of this shop, mm. uh, we'll see. I guess. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it's true. The the other thing that I noticed uh, that I don't think it would be the case is that why would if, if they haven't even released this date uh, and they know that both doom eternal and mm. animal crossing are coming out what was it four days later yeah so march 21st i think yeah or whatever it is yeah you know you'd probably go all probably not the best time to launch or you know or con or conversely maybe the reason they haven't said anything is because they weren't going to launch in march and then you know a bunch yeah. of high profile march and april games got pushed back so they're like hey let's just take this spot yeah, I still feel like launching a few days out out from those two games might be a bit of a not a huge risk, but like a little bit of a risk. Mm. Yeah, because um, you know people might go, "Oh, yeah, I'll get this," but you know, Doom's out in three days, or Animal Crossing's out in three days, so I'll just I'll get it later when it's on sale. It is. Um, it is basically Animal Crossing meets Doom. <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, based on what we played, it probably needed a bit, bit, a bit of work, uh, but hopefully it's polished up and when it does launch, it'll be good. Dylan, I know that you were a big fan of Biomutant. What do you think? Oh, this the quicker it gets here, the better, to be honest. I know you're a big fan of it. I wish people said that about me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I couldn't really care less, to be honest. Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of a game that has been, well, had an announcement, not that it's a release date, but um, Outriders, the game from Dylan's Pe- sister studio. People fly occasionally. People fly. Yeah, mate. Uh, uh, they have released, sorry, they've released the official trailer for Outriders. Yeah. They've got a, 
got a gameplay reveal live stream happening probably when this podcast launches as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you guys seen the trailer? Nope. Yeah. What nope. do you think? It, yeah, it's. Actually, it doesn't. It doesn't really. It's not much more to go I, off than the one they released. Yeah, yeah. I actually no. I did look at the trailer and I was looking at the art. I was like, the art's nice, but it doesn't scream as anything new. It kind of just yeah. felt like another fantasy world with guts. Yeah. So it's probably worth noting that I sort of didn't say this part. I read it, but I didn't say it. But uh, this game is coming to PS5 and Xbox One. Sorry, Xbox Series X. Yeah. Uh, so that's and it's also it'll also release PC, PS4 and Xbox One as well. Yeah, it's nice to start seeing some of the stuff that's going to be, mm. you know, making its way to next gen. Personally, it's interesting that like we've had that and Godfall, which both look like uh, live service fantasy action games. Mm. Hopefully, there's not too many of those. No, we need shorter games, mate. Shorter games. That's it. Uh. Jordan, you want to take the next one? I know this is, this is your baby. Oh, yeah. So uh, I didn't actually post this, but Anthem yesterday, Bioware confirmed that they're officially uh, revamping Anthem as a, as a, opposed to their original rumor that was uh, surfaced by Jason Schreier, your mate. Um, it's basically That's being touted as Anthem 2.0, so it'll be like half a launch for a game, I guess. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, they say they're working on it, but I don't have that much faith in them. Do you, do you think it, like, do you think if they do substantially revamp it and it is, like, objectively a really good game, do you think people will come back to it or do you think it's too too far gone? Uh, people will always come back to it. That That's the annoying part, that <laughs> people know that they're being taken for a ride with these kinds of games, but they fall for it every time. Do you think that's why they've been selling it for $4 for the last, like, six months? Just to get people back they've in? They've been trying to get Zach a copy. Just keeps forgetting to buy it until now. No, I bought it. I said until now, mate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, how good's that? I bet swoop in. Get the good $4 deals and then game gets... I, I, I love that you have the game. Them. I reviewed it and I don't even have a copy of the game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, no, the the key expired, so I don't have oh, a copy of the fine. game. And now I can't that even buy weird. it because Origin thinks I own it, but when I try to launch it, it goes, you don't own this. Oh, wow. So what you're saying is Origin's doing you a favour. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, right. So, Jordan, as the reviewer, mm-hmm. actually, has Kieran, have you played it? Uh, a little bit. Not a lot. Uh, no. That's just Zach's way of saying he doesn't trust my opinion. No, 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 I was, <laughs> no, I was just wondering, um, what do you think, what would you like to see from 2.0? Uh, aside from them officially cancelling the entire game, um, they, they need to rework the entire loot system, the, the loot table is just, it doesn't really make that much sense, and a lot of the mechanics just weren't good, they need to rework how it communicates to you, because one of my biggest frustrations with the game was, when you're starting out the game, it encourages you to like, be really active and mobile, you know, and be really aggressive, you know, take complete advantage of that, you know, cool movement system. And then when you get to the harder difficulties, because things aren't communicated to you clearly, you just get shot and you have no idea where from because, you know, hit scanning is a brilliant thing that should never be used. Mm. Um, so you just get killed instantly for trying to do the thing the game was teaching you to do. 
so they need to rework those kind of systems um and yeah there's just a on the technical front there's a whole fucking load of work they need to do because that game was a pile of trash on the technical front one last one on anthem if you could if ea came to you and said we want to make reboot anthem and you can pick the developer who would you give it to Ooh. campo santo (laughs) (laughs) just give them more projects Yep. Oh, then they can cancel it. Good idea, Kira. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the closest people that are like to that style of gameplay would actually be digital extremes for Warframe, just just because they're um. Oh yeah. They're 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 kind of gameplay systems that they're doing now with Warframe. I like. They don't really do that style of gameplay. Like it'd be cool if they could do it, but. I just haven't seen anything from them that would give me the confidence to give them a game like that. Fair enough. There you go. Savage. Um, nice. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, evil System Shock. Uh, Did you become sentient <laughs> fires through Just read out my joke. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I just... <laughs> I thought it was a lot. Of- it does I think I feel like this happens every week. I like I write a stupid joke headline. And you just read it out like it's the actual news. <laughs> I just realised it said AI. <laughs> sure, I, I like right. that you you took in the fact that everything was capitalised except the I. You thought that was a lowercase L. <laughs> Ow. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you, if you didn't know, this is posted on Eurogamer, but if you didn't know, um, System Shock 3 is basically fucked. Um, the whole development team has been booted by other side, which is, the, I think, sorry, the, the actual employees for the, for the game have been let go by the developer other side. Um, yeah, mm. which is because, uh, uh, because the game was critically behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like a basically someone from the studio just like, you know, spilled the tea, mm. um, uh, saying that the development was like yeah way behind and probably not even like going anywhere. Um, I think they were saying like they had so many different sort of concepts and so many different things that they started and didn't finish and they didn't have like an efficient pipeline for you know the assets they were making and it was ba- sounds like it was just a mess mm. um, it's um i don't yeah. know it's been published by starbreeze it was yeah um, um but i think they oh, sold yeah, the sorry. game back to back to the developers yeah and there's yeah because i think i actually read this article there's a line in here um uh, let me find it sorry so it was a fellow project uh, it's a, if Starbreeze hadn't gone into crisis, I think we would have delivered something interesting with some fresh and innovative gameplay, but a much smaller game than what people were expecting and inevitably disappointing. Yeah. Uh, for a sequel, I think I read that. So, oh, yeah, so e- even if yeah. their publisher was, like, thriving, he reckons yeah. that, well, they reckon that it wouldn't have been a popular game. Yeah. That's basically what it's saying, which is, yeah, sounds like they just, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, so it looks if like if Starbreeze hadn't just shut the bed, that might have been okay. But yeah, bummer. Mm. Uh, was anyone keen for System Shock Three? I, I definitely I was, would have played it. Cause... Yeah, I was somewhat keen. I was yeah. keen to see Al Schroeder in it. <laughs> Al Schroeder, <laughs> bring so. it back. 
Uh, all right, next one. So Outer Worlds on Switch is. Hang on, let me read. Let me read this. Actually, can you read the actual that. article and not just the headline? The, yeah, the tagline that well, I wrote. I've, I've read this thing, but I actually can't, can't remember like what it was for again. So the coronavirus, um, which is actually quite scary at the moment. All the uh, yeah. The reports of people dying nonstop. Almost as bad um, as the Victoria Bitter virus. Yikes. Oh, wow. How about Melbourne Bitter? I <laughs> can't fine. believe this podcast is going to be cancelled three times in the one episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, corona outbi- uh, the coronavirus outbreak, uh, which is obviously in China, um, is impacting the production of a few of Nintendo's products, uh, and one of those is the Outer Worlds, which yeah, well the the Outer Worlds is a little bit interesting because that that that's affecting the developers that are working on the port, right? Like so, the yeah, coronavirus has actually affected their um yeah, their ability to, the, to develop the I'm game. In this article, and there's nothing even about bloody old mate. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so this, this article just talks about how the impact it's having on the tech side of stuff. Um, so it's having uh, production delays and shipment delays for the Switch in Japan, including the Joy-Con controllers and Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, and also apparently it's... Oh, right. My bad. Uh, and apparently um, there's possible delays for the Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, which is a bit of fun. And actually, so while we talk about this, there's reports that perhaps maybe even uh, next-gen consoles like PS5 and Xbox Series X might be delayed because of the coronavirus, which mm. is not good if you're hanging out for the new generation. I'm sure people would but, rather wait than get correct. sick or risk other people yeah. getting yeah. sick. Most definitely. Well, I say that, but it's it's gamers on the internet, so they're probably yeah. quite upset about it. But yeah, when's it going to stop? When? Because the uh, yeah, I was reading the, the death toll is already above like SARS and stuff, and it's just not slowing That's crazy. down. And it is very crazy. It's a Hopefully. modern day plague tale. Well done. Or modern day division. I think actually, I think I read something. Also, um, Jordan, are you are you in that division group? No. There's a division group that I'm still in, apparently. And I think I saw someone posted, and it was like coronavirus outbreak. And then it's like, um, uh, it was like this is what we've been planning the division for, or something like that. Right. Like so, like those World War Three memes, but like. Yeah, basically. Much. Wow. Um, which I was like, okay, yeah, cool. You know, speaking of Division Two, though, I've been playing Doctor Mario. <laughs> exactly. What a good segue. <laughs> But no, speaking of Division 2, they actually um, just overnight announced the new expansion titled, I forgot, oh, Warlords of New York. Um, mm. And it's almost so not, looking so like not, it's... not like uh, Coitus of New York. <laughs> no, no, not, not Coitus of New York. But it's almost looking like it's, uh, do you guys remember the Taken King that, you know, the, the expansion that made Destiny 1 good? It's yeah. almost looking yeah. like it, that it'll be that equivalent for the Division 2, except the Division 2 was good. <laughs> so... You well, know, um, they're they're, um, they're re- like they're revving up the story. Apparently, they're revamping gameplay as well, which is good. Yeah, uh, it's, it's I think um, when they toy with more ideas. 
I think I can't remember which outlet. I th- I'm pretty sure it was Press Start. Like I know a bunch of outlets posted their impressions, but um, I think I'm pretty sure it was Press Start that that played the expansions that it was definitely worth jumping into. Yeah, so I think I I might give this a go. I've I've actually wanted to jump back into it for a while. I just haven't felt like the thing that is really pushing me to get back into it. So yeah, this, this mm-hmm. might I um. I actually picked up the Division Two for three dollars US on the US PlayStation Store today. Nice, nice. So you know, if you, I think it's like fifteen bucks on the AU Store right now. But if you, yeah, if you're hanging out to get it, it's it's pretty cheap wherever you go. And uh, yeah, I'm keen to. Um, I've think I've done three or four missions in the we game. We should that's, um, that's it. Do the podcast in Division Two. <laughs> three block, three bucks on the U Play Store, Jordan. Do I do it? Oh, it's yeah, pretty good. Do it, do it mate. I'll, yeah. I'll play it with you. Yeah, I might do then. If you play, he'll play. <laughs> right, and that's the end of the podcast. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last bit of news we got here is that new monsters are coming. Yeah, to... so there are two okay, yeah. two two new monsters coming to Monster Hunter uh, World Iceborne. Uh, they're known as oh, what's yes. uh, variant monsters. So uh... I love chocolate Bavarian. By the way. <laughs> So one of the new monsters that was originally brought into Iceborne was known as Brachidios. Uh, the variant Raging Brachidios is being brought in. And then a one that was just put in called Rajang, Furious Rajang, its variant is coming in now. So uh, it'll be out next month for consoles and then April for PC, which that April update for PC will actually bring it in line with consoles. So it'll all be together. Nice. Nice. Raging Brachiosaurus. Nice. Is that what it yeah. is? Raging Brachiosaurus. It just, it's just furious. It's, it's, it's practically a Dino Crisis. Furious George. If you could replace <laughs> all the monsters in Monster Hunter, if I could with what? monsters from Monster Inc, would you do it with the Verils <laughs> <laughs> and Johnson and Friends? Would you play it? Yes. Do you know what Johnson and Friends are? No, but I played it. Oh anyway. my god! Really? I'm oh. I'm a young boy. Remember? I'm like. You know who would love Johnson and Friends? Adam. He would actually. How good Johnson's Johnson's and yeah, yeah and friends. Johnson and Johnson's I love Johnson and friends. <laughs> Johnson and friends, not plural. Um, but the ferals is much better. Or I don't know, and I do remember this now. <laughs> yeah, it's got the yeah. pink elephant. And I, the, I may as well Google it. And the water bottle. Yeah, the water bottle. I remember. He's iconic. <laughs> All right, the ferals, but like. Plague Tale. Oh yeah, no, I know. So, that. Instead of getting chased by like all the rats, getting chased by rats. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's, let's jump into some off-topic news. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not news. How, how okay. good is chocolate Bavarian? Oh, how good is Bavarian? <laughs> I just want to, I just want to kick off off-topic by addressing yeah. something from earlier. Yeah. Uh, the Joker. The Joker. You're the biggest Joker here, mate. If you didn't like that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so the podcast has been cancelled for a fifth time this episode. Well, why is it cancelled this time? Because you insulted because Kira for not liking the Joker. Oh, how good! Oh my god! Can I just can I just censor the entire podcast this week? You can if you want. What's wrong with talking <laughs> Clearly something. Um, the Joker. Yeah, did made it. I like. It was an alright movie. Uh, I, I I like it in the way that it would have worked, whether it was you know, the Joker as the character or not. Like it mm. was still just kind of like an exploration of 
you know, someone being pushed to breaking point. Um, I feel like the ending kind of betrayed everything it tried to say about that, though. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, you know, like, you know, the, you know, that kind of really like, holy shit part of the movie, like towards the end where he like does something. Yeah. I feel like it should have ended there. I feel like everything after that is kind of like, it gets a bit wafty and like, you know, the, the like very, very, very last thing you see, I was, it was trying to be like all jokery and like jovial and stuff. And it just, I don't know. I just feel like it didn't work. Hmm. Um, but speaking of Batman movies, I saw birds of prey and that was, no, it was fucking awesome. It's probably like my favorite superhero movie that I've seen. Really? Yeah. It was, it was just like over Billy Zane's the phantom. Mine's the buffoon. The buffoon. (laughs) I know. I feel like a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are going to like a lot of DC fanboys and not won't like it. Uh, a lot of people are going to be mad because it's, you know, a all fe- almost all female cast and female production and stuff and they just like hate that shit by default but um i'm mad yeah i yeah, thought you would be i'm mad that there's no bavarian in it <laughs> oh my god shut up <laughs> okay okay um awesome. you know it's a good movie conan dealing. the bavarian <laughs> 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 um but it was just like it was super fun and like just like really over the top gory and funny and crass and yeah, is it, is it is it like um, when you say it's sort of o- over the top gory, uh, that game that had Jesse Jane? I think it was Jesse Jane, Lollipop Chainsaw or something. Ah, oh. ah, oh. it kind of has a similar vibe. Not not really actually, but is like that the game. Yeah, kind of like I I, I don't I mean if you're comparing it to Lollipop Chainsaw, it's kind of like that that very punk rock kind of vibe. See now um, you sold it to me because I love Lollipop Chainsaw. <laughs> you would. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like, you know, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it, everyone was really, really good in it. Uh, Ewan McGregor was like super hammy in like the best way. Um, yeah, I like, I really liked it and I don't like superhero movies typically, especially DC ones. Mm. So there you go, Dylan. I like something that's tangentially Batman related. Yay. (laughs) Because it doesn't watched, have... Um, yeah. Except he's not there. Yeah. That, that's why he liked it. I don't want to spoil Kill anything. James? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. But I hear good, good things. Yeah. It's actually very good. I like Adam Sandler in serious roles. Yeah, he's good. Surprisingly have enough. Seen, have you seen... Um, Rain Over Me is... Huh? Have you seen The Cobbler? I haven't seen The Cobbler, but... Uh, that, that's okay. That's not amazing. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but he's, but he's quite good in that. Yeah. Movie. Like, Rain Over Me is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, but no, definitely give give this a watch. He's yeah, he's very good at it. The film is yeah, very good. Yeah, I was nice. very surprised. Um, I wasn't quite sure. I was like, oh, yeah, but that no, was good. <laughs> you know, it's still Adam Sandler, and he's you know all his films are kind of bum these days. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so, so yeah, but no, it was very good. Um, so yeah, definitely give it a watch. I think I've also started started watching a TV show called October Faction, which apparently is based on a comic. I think. Right. You lost me, Netflix, a comic. But, um, it's sort of like about it's like monster hunter hunter sort of people, but like um, like Jordan. Yeah, like Jordan. God, you um, don't want a story about me. That'll be pretty boring. 
but yeah, they're, they're like v- vampire. I thought I think they're vampires, or, or they call them vamps. But um, you know, oh, like traditional oh, yeah, sort of... Metal Gear. <laughs> uh, so instead of coitus in New York, it's just coit in New York. Yeah, basically. Coit no, in the NY. Actually, that's Russell <laughs> Coit in New York. That's a bit. Um... <laughs> oh my god. Man, yes, that would be amazing. Russell Coitus Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines to so, Coit and you uh, If we were going to make it If you were going to make a, a Porn parody of uh, That very Classic Show Would it just be called Russell Coitus All Anal Adventures Okay I think I think we have our intro this week <laughs> Is it um, My dad He was in All Anal he, Adventures He's So the really <laughs> doppelganger Is Russell Coit his double banger. Yeah. His doppelganger. Yes, double banger. Thank you. Um, <laughs> G-banger. Oh <my laughs> Thanks God. for your contribution, Dylan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get something in there? G-banger. Um, in the G-banger. <laughs> I started watching The Irishman. Has anyone seen that? No. I'll, uh, I'll, no. I'll play the crickets there for you. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay, well, fuck me, right? Yeah. Um, yes, please. In the porn parody anyone... of Russell Coit. <laughs> All right, if you could replace any video game character with Russell Coit, what game would it be? Ooh. Uh... That's a tough question. Quantum break. Quantum Coit. Quantum Coit. No. No. I'll definitely replace uh, Leon Kennedy with Russell Coit. How dare you? No, I love Leon Kennedy, but man, Resident Evil 2 would be so good with Russell Coit. Maybe like... Well, what about Red Dead? (laughs) That would be good. (laughs) The cowboy hat's already there. Uh, Nice. Um, Alright, we'll set a city on that. You guys can, th- can think about it and get back to me next week. All right. That's the p- topic for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Game, games that Russell Court should be. <laughs> uh, cool. Do you guys want to ra- wrap it up there? Oh, I could go uh, for another hour or so. Yeah. All right. Unless you've, got, unless you've got your hentai review ready this week. I watched a porn parody of an Adam Sandler movie. Did, did you really? Yeah. There's a porn parody? <laughs> of which yeah. one? Bit, Uncut gents. Huh? <laughs> Speaking of porn parodies, did you guys ever see that uh, Metal Gear Solid Five one, the Phantom Pete or whatever? No. <laughs> What's it called, Kieran? Uncut gents. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a lot of films that could be porn parodies. Films, yeah, he he does. Happy uh, Gilmore. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. <laughs> um oh no that that's a sorry just to go back to what you said before i interrupted with my porn parodies um jordan did you watch the thing that you were meant to no, watch i did not okay it doesn't matter i don't do it is uh, it not good i i <laughs> i just started watching it earlier because i was like shit i haven't done the thing i said i would do um and it, it's it's too much yeah you're just it's you're making weird. it sound like something i should watch you would What's love it, called? it. like Old mate sniffs dogs. Into interspecies reviewers. There you go. Um, like Lord. I knew what I was in for with the premise, which I, we discussed. It's it's basically it's set in a world where you know humans live side by side with like 
monsters and demons and all that kind of stuff and these guys go around reviewing brothels based on like different fantasy creatures so i knew it was going to be weird but like it leads with like the the very first place they go to is like fairies so they're like one foot tall not even and i'm like no this is too much (laughs) (laughs) so what you're saying is you want you want to you want to tap out and i'll watch the rest of it and review it for you yeah, please. Okay. And like, so you, see, you just didn't want to end up on a watch list. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> like, it's hev- it's heavily censored, and it's obviously, like, really tongue-in-cheek, but I was still like, no, nah, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, so next week I'm, I'm, I'm going to get, like, a featured draft in my inbox. Yeah. Seven theories I want to fuck or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kieran, have you ever heard of... Uh, this This anime has a really sus name, but it, apparently it's not actually that sus. Uh, it's called Please Teacher. I actually have heard of that. Have you seen the um the synopsis for it? No. So this is the I synopsis stopped at the on, title. This is the synopsis for it. It's Kei Kusanagi isn't your typical fifty-year-old high school student. He's actually oh, on no. an, he's actually an eighteen-year-old with a rare disorder that puts him in what he calls a standstill. When he was younger, the disorder left him in a deep coma, which stunted his growth for the next three years. Mizu. Mizuho Kazami isn't your typical teacher either. She's actually an alien sent by the Galaxy Federation to observe <laughs> Earth. Oh, <the> <laughs> that escalated quickly. I love it. <laughs> I, I want to watch it just just because of that last sentence with Russell Coit. Wait, is Russell Coit the alien or the eighteen-year-old that's actually in a in a fifteen-year-old body? Me. So does that make it okay? Does it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the topic for next week. That was such a passionate break. Yeah. Like... <laughs> wow. Alrighty, let's, uh, let's all right. wrap it up there. <clears throat> uh, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. If you want to check out all the content, you can go to www.well-played.com.au you <laughs> and you can, um, yeah, you can see all the, all, the, all the content we got up this week, which is lots of good news about Below. Um, and... <laughs> <gasps> nah, just a little personal joke there. Shout out to Ellen for the news. Um, yeah, and we'll see you next week for Russell Coit Adventures. Sweet. Catch you later. Buy coffee talk or never speak to me again. Dylan is a <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Bye. I suppose. <laughs>